We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, here again, back for another video, guys. And today we wanted to talk about the quarterback position. The Colts have hosted two quarterbacks as of right now. Um, those two quarterbacks are Sam Howell and also they are Malik Willis. So we wanted to talk about this topic um, because it's an interesting topic that some Colts fans and just Colts people in general are talking about. The scenario of what if the Colts were to draft a quarterback in this year's draft, right? Now, again, we have different opinions on whether we think they should or shouldn't. I'm sure different people who are listening to this will, will agree on the same, but I figure it's worth a conversation at least, Derek, you know, because this is, you know, the most important position in sports, the quarterback position. And, you know, I'm kind of in the in the idea of like, look, you got to get this right. I mean, Chris Ballard has talked about it. You know, you can you can draft a quarterback, but if he's not right, then what's the point of drafting a quarterback? Right. So what's your overall thought on the Colts potentially hosting a, a couple guys for top 30 visits and the potential of them? you know, drafting a quarterback, whether that be, means trading up or maybe taking him in the second round. What's your thought on this whole uh, potential scenario? Well, I mean, again, I think that uh, for the actual visits themselves, I think that people are looking just a tad bit too much into it. Ballard has mentioned this several times with everybody that it's just about doing your due diligence uh, and making sure that you're covering all angles here. And they know that, their future quarterback situation is still up for grabs at this point. So they really have to get that situation right. And, you know, who, and I've heard the argument a lot here recently, Cody, and I even ran a poll on Twitter about this uh, just a few days ago asking Colts Nation if the Colts uh, went and traded up to go get a quarterback, how would you guys feel about that? And I'm going to say about, 65% of you said that you uh, either wouldn't like it or it really just depends on who it is because if it was not of a certain person, then it, you're absolutely against it. So, you know, a lot of Colts Nation is saying that, you know, the Colts shouldn't trade up to get somebody. As a matter of fact, a lot of people are saying the Colts shouldn't get anyone in this draft saying you should just go and get it next year or, you know, maybe two years from now. You know, and 
I get that argument. I think you and I have kind of been on that same kind of pedestal that we've kind of been thinking of throw all your draft stock into the water for either next year's or the year after. But again, if the Colts truly believed that there's a quarterback in this draft class that they think is going to elevate their team for the next 10 years after that, then you, you got to do, you got to do it right. I mean, you have to do it. You have to take the chance. If you think he is the one, that's the only thing here is that if he's the one, if he's not, then of course you can go and live uh, another day. You have a quarterback for the next few years. You don't have to worry about that. But again, people saying, you know, in in rebuttal to the argument that I'm sure you're about to make, Cody, you know, there's, we, we can't just say, oh, the Colts need to get weapons. And that's why the one pick that we have uh, that could get us a good one, you know, we need to, we need to go away from it. We that's that's kind of a dumb argument when you're talking about any other position other than a fran a potential franchise quarterback. That'd be completely different if the Colts were trading up to go and get a wide receiver. I, I would I would hate that idea because there are plenty of good wide receivers in the second, third, fourth round that the Colts can go and get that would make this team better immediately when it comes to playing in September. But when you're talking about your p- potential franchise guy, you can't put a price on that. And, you know, the only thing that's going to be funny is that if the Colts did somehow either trade up or took a quarterback at 42, my God, Colts, Colts nation's going to erupt, dude. I- I'm telling you right now, I think you and I both can sit here in agreement that if they p- made that pick, they we can sit here and say that they feel like that's honestly the best future move going forward. But oh my god, I can't imagine what some of these uh, other Colts fans would say about it. Yeah, and again, I I'm personally of the belief, and I think you and I are right that you have Matt Ryan for at least two years. Right, you don't have to. I think the big thing is you don't have to force that pick at quarterback, right? You don't have to. That was the big reason, I think, why you traded for Matt Ryan is you know you at least have stability for two years, right? And maybe beyond that. Matt Ryan's talked about potentially playing past that two-year contract, you know, with Indianapolis and maybe into his 40s. I mean, you could realistically see that be an option, but you can't bank on that. You know for certain you do have two years with Matt Ryan. So I think that gives you a little bit more flexibility. If this year you're just like, you know what? We like some of these guys, but... We do feel like next year's draft will have more guys and, you know, better talent and overall guys that are maybe a little bit more pro ready, you know, for what we want to do moving forward in a couple of years. So maybe you go that route. But I mean, I think I totally agree with you in the fact that if you fall in love with one of these guys and you truly believe that they are your guys, who are we as fans to argue with that? I mean, we don't scout these guys. We don't have all these, you know, hours and hours on hours of tape on these guys, you know, we haven't done the character checks on these guys. We haven't done these things. So we can't honestly say, I know some Colts fans would be super upset at that, but I honestly would be okay with that. You know, if you, if, if you get your guy, it won't matter in the end. It'll all be null and void. If you find your franchise guy, you can get wide receivers, a lot of places, franchise quarterbacks. You can't, they don't just grow on trees, right? Like I know we talked about how important it is. And I still think it is, to get, you know, wide receivers, get Matt Ryan weapons. You can still do that, though, right? You can still – there's still some guys out there in free agency. If you really didn't address it, 
You know, you could still get some guys. I don't love it. I don't love that move. I personally think the draft is the way to go. But, you know, say you don't take a wide receiver to the fourth round, there still are a few other options out there. You know, maybe not as illustrious as a guy in the second round, obviously, but there still are options, and you could get your potential franchise guy. Now, that's not the route I would personally go. I, I would think we both personally say what I what I talked about, like just surround Matt Ryan right now with weapons. You know, get him another wide receiver or two, potentially get him a tight end, get him more protection at left tackle. Uh, I think those are the routes to go personally. Um, but if they find their guy and they fall in love with the guy, like, you know, you can always draft guys next year. You know, you're going to have – uh, potentially another second round pick next year to go get weapons if you went and got your franchise guy this year. So you still have options is what I'm saying. Right. Um, you know, you may not love it this year at wide receiver, but if you get your franchise guy, it might be worth it. Yeah. And I mean, when we're talking about, I mean, we can kind of go into the two quarterbacks specifically that the yeah. Colts have had visit. I mean, Malik Willis and Sam Howell. I think most people are in agreement here that Malik is going to go pretty early. Some people have even stated that Malik Willis should be the number one quarterback taken of everyone. Uh, again, whether that's, uh, whether you believe that or not, that's up for debate. But, um, the real question is, is who's, who's going to actually take on the opportunity of a quarterback, right? Uh, because you know, there's so many other good players right now, and there's not a ton of teams in the NFL right now that, are in desperate need for a quarterback. I mean, ironically enough, I mean, the number one overall pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what they have? They have their potential number one quarterback for the next 10, 15 years. That's at least what they hoped. So, you know, for the longest time, you know, we're looking at a draft now where the top five picks, there may not be a quarterback taken. There may not be. And, uh, you know, I think Peter Schrager from the NFL Network actually stated that Malik Willis would be the number one quarterback taken, but at number 20 for the hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, the, the number one quarterback taken at number 20? I mean, that's what some people are view how some people are viewing these quarterbacks. That there's some people that say a quarterback's not even getting drafted in the top 10. I mean, that just goes to show you what... Uh, some people view these quarterbacks as, uh, but again, like I said, if if Malik falls into the twenties somehow, then I could see a possible scenario for the Colts trading up. But there's just no way they would trade up could trade up inside the top twenty, at least not with the compensation they have right now. It's just not possible. Sam Howell, I definitely think could still be available at uh, forty two, so I wouldn't expect the Colts to really have to do anything about moving up to go and get him. That is unless like three or four quarterbacks go off the board in the in the top 30, which I don't see happening. But uh, yeah. again, like, I mean, wh what do you view for the Colts realistic options for these two quarterbacks? Yeah, I think you're going to have to trade up, especially for Malik Willis, right? And that might take draft capital next year in order to get up. I think you're, regardless, you're going to have to give extra picks up to get a quarterback. Um, it's just like, okay, what are you going to weigh? Are you going to give up less picks this year to get a player that maybe has the same potential, maybe not, but certainly is less refined than some of those top guys next year? Or it's going to cost you a lot more next year but then you get your guy that you think is polished and NFL ready and can step in, maybe sit behind Ryan for a year or two and then can be ready to go and you really won't miss a beat, right? And, and I think that's the big question 
is like, what are you willing to do, Ballard? What are you willing to do? What are the Colts willing to do? You know, do they feel like with Frank Reich as their coordinator, they can take more of a risk on a guy that's a little bit less refined, right? A guy that's a little bit more of a project. Regardless, outside of the top five or the top 10, maybe, all the quarterbacks that are taken are probably projects. I mean, let's just be completely honest. Um, but hey, what what is what are they willing to do? Patrick Mahomes was a project at exactly. one point, believe it or not. He was drafted exactly. at 10th overall by the Kansas City Chiefs back in 2017. He was considered a pros, uh, a project at, for the time being. The reason why he yep. sat for a whole year. Okay. Yep. So and you know, and things it's kind can of happen. a crapshoot. It's kind of a crapshoot at quarterback, even in the top five, you know, like you can get you can get the Josh Allens of the world or you can get the Sam Darnolds of the world. You just don't know a lot of times or with the later picks, for example, you know, you can get a Lamar Jackson, for example, or you can get a Jordan Love. You don't know what you're going to get, honestly, um, with it. And I think it, uh, for me personally, I would rather than wait next year because I feel like you know, you only have so many shots at getting this thing right before your your tenure is up as the GM, right? Um, it's just so very think, hard to sit yeah. back and wait for that because yeah. you know you see all these teams, and that's why it would be virtually impossible for the Colts to trade up into the top twenty in this year's draft because you know how many teams in the first round this year have two picks in this first yeah. round, True. seven teams. Seven teams are picking twice in the first round this year. I mean, that's insane, dude. I mean, that that's really insane. We're starting to see this new revolution of seeing these teams get multiple, multiple first round picks. I mean, freaking Miami has two of them and they just gave away one of them to go get Tyreek Hill. So, you know, like they, there, there's a lot of, uh, of problems like in this draft, which is an, I guess is another uh, example of why you would pr- try to wait next year, even though there's like already three teams inside the top, like 15 that are picking twice. So right. it'd be very, very, very hard uh, for the Colts to do that. Uh, we'll, we'll see if yeah. they did that, but uh, yeah. But and also yeah. one, one other thing is like, I feel like some of these guys are going to get overdrafted. I mean, I think it's just inevitable with quarterback, yeah. regardless of how bad the class is, right? And, I, and people, it's been noted, right? It's it's very much been known that this draft class, by viewed by a lot of people, is not a great one for quarterback. So I think like some of those teams, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, you named, um, some other teams that are potentially looking for a quarterback, like they could take these guys a lot earlier than projected. I mean, teams reach all the time for players based off of potential, right? And so I think that could potentially realistically be an option. You know, this is one of the, some of these guys could get drafted a lot earlier than we're thinking about because of the nature of the quarterback position. And there seems that are desperate. The one thing the Colts will not be Derek is desperate. They will not be. I mean, that is, that is something that we can firmly say about Ballard. You can have your qualms with him, And I, I do, and you do as well, but the Colts are disciplined. They will stay disciplined. Oh, yeah. And so I could honestly see a scenario where some teams kind of panic and they go after some of these guys, banking on them to be a franchise quarterback, and maybe to pass a little bit easier next year. It's not going to be easy, obviously, to trade up that early. But there's some teams that have, you know, you're not going to go draft another guy right after you take a guy in the first round, right? You're going to draft him the next year when it's a better quarterback class. I could see a scenario, honestly, where some of those teams that are looking for quarterbacks draft some this year, and then the Colts are, you know, have a little bit more leverage, I guess, to get up into getting one of those franchise quarterbacks next year. Um, it won't be easy. I think they're going to have to give give away multiple picks, maybe a player or two. We'll see. But 
yeah, I mean, it's an interesting conversation nonetheless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, it, it's got to cover all spectrums here. You can't just ignore this and say it's a bad class, so we have to uh, just ignore it and move on. You know, I mean, right. again, you these guys spend all this time talking uh, to these guys and, you know, viewing all this film, you know, they, they're 100% more qualified to make that decision versus you and I, and, you know, probably 99% of everybody else that, uh, watches these videos. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to figure out if they're going to do that or not. I, I would say this guys for the likelihood of this happening, I would say that it is very unlikely that the Colts uh, draft a quarterback in this class, but we have seen them take a chance on, you know, guys like Jacob Eason who fell, you know, somebody right. who fell and they seem to think that it's worth taking a chance on a mid round pick for a guy that shows potential upside. You know, maybe there's a quarterback in this draft class that falls to the third round and they can go and get them. Who knows? Maybe that is right. a thing that the Colts do. I mean, that's something they they've been known to do. So, I mean, we right. will find heck, out. I mean, heck, they took a running back when nobody thought they needed one. So, if you're ever saying the Colts won't do something, just look back at that Jonathan Taylor yeah. pick. <laughs> yeah, nobody exactly. saw that coming. They always find ways to prove us wrong, don't they? They always they find do. ways to just boggle our minds. <laughs> yeah, watch, watch what happens. Watch Colts Nation lose their minds when when Chris Ballard takes a defensive lineman at, in the second round again. Oh, my God. I'm just dude, kidding. No, I, I won't speak that into existence, <laughs> but you know what I mean? That would just be like the ultimate middle finger. Hey, listen, fans, it, this, this the defensive line class is very deep. Uh, I I'll be completely honest with you. Third or fourth round. It do not color me shocked. If the Colts no. go and get a defensive lineman in one of those rounds. No, I mean, Ture just signed with the Niners, right? So they don't really have, I mean, I have Taekwon Lewis, but other than that, who do you have that you really believe in at this point at defensive end outside of your two starters, obviously, um, Maybe Dio, but maybe Dio plays more inside, um, especially with the loss of Taylor Stallworth. Maybe he gets more of that one-tech look as well. Um, so I do think maybe it could be in the fold that the Colts do add another guy, maybe a, a day two, day three pick. I would not be shocked at all. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to say that. <clears throat> all right, guys. Well, that'll do it for our conversation around the quarterback position. You know, we have to talk about it with some of these guys visiting most important position in sports, like I mentioned. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts on this scenario. If the Colts took a quarterback this year, would you be happy with that? Would you prefer for them to wait for next year to take a quarterback? Let us know all your thoughts in the comments below. That'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.